Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to March 1st. Hard to believe that that is where we are on the calendar as uh, two months have just flown by this year. Hope uh, that your week is off to a good start as we head into this Wednesday morning. Uh, we've got some news to talk about. We've got some economic news to talk about, and we've got some earnings to talk about uh, when Dave joins us here up next. Um, as we go through that, though, let's not forget that um, where we're at today and where you are in terms of your retirement planning all really rely on how much risk you have in your portfolio. And if you don't know what that is, you don't know exactly how much risk you have in your portfolio and you don't know how much risk you should have, folks, you need to give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design where I'll help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. Hey, with that, we got Dave coming up next. FM and Kelly Clarkson there. Hello, it's 842 here. We're at 18 before 9. What's happening with your money today? It hasn't been a particularly good uh, month of February. Maybe we can turn it around for March. Yeah, sure we're going to. Yeah. I'm a cynic these days. Let's see if we've got some optimism coming out of Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler's on the line with me. Are you are you optimistic today, Philip? I'm not. You know, it's, it's hard to find anything to be optimistic about when I look at the reports coming out um, across the board, especially that uh, mortgage application number that came out today, Dave. That was... Uh, startling, maybe to say the least. I mean, maybe not unexpected, but to have new home sales applications for mortgages uh -huh. down to the lowest spot in 28 years. Yep. 7.30, they put it out this morning. It was uh, mortgage application index was down another 5.7%, which is almost the kind of numbers we're used to seeing. But uh, last year at this point in time, the mortgage application index was at 463.1. As of this week, it's at 188.5. And what is that? It's the lowest we've had in like, what, 20, what years? 28. 28 years. I mean, and the, and the refinances, which you would expect with interest rates going up almost another half a percent this last week, down 74% from last year. That, now, uh, the, the refi doesn't surprise me in the least. Uh, I, I didn't see a breakout as far as what uh, what new home sales looked like. That number, if I remember correctly, was not a, a blatant disappointment. We saw that come out earlier this week. But, geez, that, you know, the bankers in this country that do mortgages cannot be happy campers right now. No, and that whole industry is going through a shakeout right now, too, in terms of you know, they not as much volume. They don't need as many people working there. So that's an area that banks and, and mortgage companies are, are really starting to lay people off. Yeah, darn, the Federal Reserve wanted to cool off the employment market. I don't think they expected to put half the mortgage banking industry out of business, did they? Yeah, well, you know, who knows what they were really thinking. But, um, <laughs> well, hey, talking about the, job cuts, the, uh, General yeah, the Motors. Answer is, the answer is they're not thinking. That's the thing. Yeah, well, <laughs> General Motors going to cut 500 salary employees. What, uh, 500,000? No, 500. Salary. Oh. Salaried. I know salaried over the radio. That okay. doesn't sound right, but yeah. Salaried employees. No, that's their white collar workforce, which frankly, that's been the wrap on the American auto industry for a long time. We got too many chiefs and not enough Indians in some cases. 
Well, that, that's that's true in a lot of those older companies. Absolutely, might be interesting. Other things in terms of company news that's out that may end up in some uh, in some cutbacks. Goldman Sachs had an investors' day the other day and announced that uh, their feeble attempt at trying to become a consumer credit giant just flat out ain't going to work. If you remember seeing ads on cable TV for uh, Goldman Sachs Main Street credit and uh, debit cards and all the other uh, consumer financial instruments. Uh, they basically said, well, this all kind of stinks. We're just going to fold up shop on that. So that's a division of one of the big financial institutions going, eh, not going to happen. Let's just shed those employees and go on and do what we've been doing well for years anyway. So uh, it's an interesting interesting season in the financial industry in general, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. You know, we're seeing it. Like I said, I, I think last week I mentioned that uh, – you know, one of uh, my my clients up in the Midwest got downsized out of a bank because they're cutting out the whole level of middle management and uh, just uh, laying them off. And, uh, you know, once again, it gets to the point, you know, we've got a lot of industries that have become very well entrenched. We talk about the auto industry being one of them and uh, uh, banking being the same. We, we need more tellers. We don't necessarily need more people sitting in the corner office, do we? No, we, we don't. And tellers are in short supply. They want you to do all your banking online, you know. Now, last time I dropped into my bank office, I stood in line for 20 minutes and said, why in God's green earth couldn't I do this through the ATM? Oh, wait, I was there because the ATM was broken. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned the conference board. and uh, I mean, I, I, I look at it. It's kind of interesting because, you know, we look at a really, really hot employment market. Uh, at least one of my tip sheets was talking about the consumer confidence uh, kind of flying in the face of a really, really hot employment market. You know, you look at it, the notion of everybody's hanging on to their jobs, so nobody's sifting and winnowing, so we're ending up with, uh, you know, more, tons more app, uh, jobs available than we have people actually looking for them. But, you know, you look at the notion of, you know, the S&P was down 19% last year, the inflation rate hit 9% last year, $5 a gallon gas last year, and 4.5% increases on interest rates. Uh, it, 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 it's one of those times where, okay, everybody that wants one has a job, but they're still nervous and their morale is low. It's, it's kind of a weird time in the economy in general, isn't it? It is. I mean, we are seeing that consumer confidence number was a significant, I think a significant decline anyway. Uh, it's 106 last month. It's 102.9 this month. And I don't know why, but the expectation my tip sheet had was it's supposed to be like 108. So a significant miss um, from that number. Um, so, you know, that's uh, people are finally starting, you know, I think this recessionary period and the and high inflation is starting to finally weigh on uh, the confidence folks have in what this year is going to be like. And I can't help but think that to a certain extent, the conference board expectations were a bunch of people sitting in green eye shades in an ivory towers figure. Well, the job market's out. The consumer ought to be happy. And they haven't been asking the consumers, have they? No, I guess not. You know, the other Definitely. area we... Um, you know, the Case Shiller um, Home Price Index came out yesterday after you and I spoke yesterday, too. Um, and it was a significant decline. Like, in, uh, and this is a month behind. So the December number is what they're reporting now. But the, the prior report was like 6.8%. It dropped to 4.6, which was even less than the 5.2 that they had expected. <laughs> 
Well, we've been saying now for over a year they keep kicking they keep kicking us where it hurts with the interest rates and don't wait for them to cook in. Eventually, we're going to screw up morale in the country. It appears that we're starting to do that a bit. Yeah, uh, other tip. Yeah, other tidbits of information out from companies you and I have talked about. Bed Bath & Beyond made an interest payment on their on their notes that was due on February 1st. They made it yesterday. I gather that's within the grace period, so they're still in business. And uh, you had some interesting information on Eli and Lilly, and my first reaction was preemptive strike from the activists in Congress. Yeah, Eli Lilly came out this morning, a headline came across my ticker, um, going to cut insulin prices by 70%. And they're going to cap the price at $35 a month for people that have private insurance. Now, remember, the president had already basically signed an executive order or was pushing for uh, for Medicare participants to already have that $35 cap. But it wasn't filtering down to you and me and the private folks. But Eli Lilly is going to make that adjustment. Now, it's not going to happen until the fourth quarter this year, but, but at least they're on the right track. And it's kind of a, I kind of see that as a preemptive strike, given that a whole pile of the left wing in Congress has been screaming about mandating price controls on insulin, which, you know, probably, I don't know the business very well, but it makes sense that it's justified, given the fact that insulin's a darned old medicine and the development costs are pretty well gone. But still, uh, Eli Lilly doing that might very well hold Congress at bay and kill any possibility of having Congress start passing federal laws on pricing in any one particular product area. Yeah, I'm sure that would be, um, and no, no pharmaceutical company wants that to happen for sure. Well, no company, period, wants the government saying that's what you can charge and that's it. I mean, it's, uh, you know, utilities are probably the only exception to the bunch where they start regulating the prices down to the actual kilowatt hour or individual unit. Uh, another big uh, pharmaceutical company, uh, kind of a little bit more on the uh, on, on the blocks right now. Novavax had some news, didn't they? Novavax, yeah, they did not report earnings, but here's the deal: they did come out and make an announcement today. Remember, Novavax—they're one of the vaccine makers. Now they were kind of a little late to the table, but they they brought a, a vaccine uh, that's being used around the world now. But they came out and said, "Look." There's substantial doubt exists regarding the ability to operate as a going concern through the next year, meaning they don't know if they're going to be in business next year or not. Um, and, and so that's got Novavax falling like a rock this morning, uh, down almost 27%. Big Pharma getting into trouble. It's one of those earth-shaking. What happened? They put too many eggs into the vaccine basket or something? <laughs> I'm not sure what happened, but uh, I... yeah, not good. That's strange. Uh, other reports of interest in, as the uh, tail end of earnings season really is becoming upon us. So let's look at some retail things here. We had Kohl's. Kohl's had a mm -hmm. big, big disappointment for the fourth quarter. Um, they actually lost money. And Ooh. I'm not talking about just a little bit, Dave. They lost $2.49 a share on five, almost $5.8 billion of revenue. Um, they were expected, get this, they were expected to actually have a positive earnings of 98 cents a share. That's a significant I'd, swing there. I'd go on a 180 degree miss. Exactly. And so uh, the, the, you know, the CEO said, you know, pressure of ongoing inflationary environment. Um, yeah, right. So 
they they got killed. They're they're down about six point three percent this morning. I call that more than pressure. I call that the mistake of trying to take on target head on. Uh, that could be. I mean, they definitely uh, they they got hit on hit on the uh, noggin for sure. Hey, talking yeah. about retail, we got one more. Lowe's reported as well. Um, yeah, how they do. They uh, also missed on revenue, um, but they beat on earnings per share by a little bit. And so originally, when the news came out, they're kind of flat. Uh, they've actually managed to rise a little bit. They're up about a half a percent right now. Well, that's good news. Got any others that we could go to? We do. We do. We've got uh, one of the electronic vehicle manufacturers, Raven. Um, mm-hmm. They uh, mixed fourth quarter results. Um, they said, quote, underwhelming production outlook um, <laughs> for the quarter. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, they, <laughs> Underwhelming, they, their, their revenue missed by about $80 million. Um, and so they did have a smaller than expected loss, though. They didn't, I don't have the number in my report, but they're trading down 8.8% this morning. Um, I don't know if you're one of those, uh, you know, uh, monster beverage guys or one of those, but, but they reported. And mm-hmm. uh, they uh, posted earnings of 57 cents a share which was, was good, but not as good as what they were expected to do. They're expected to come in at like 63 cents a share. Uh, they're trading down almost four and a half percent. And I, I want to stop with your favorite here. Okay. okay. AMC, AMC oh, entertainment, yeah. your favorite. Um, put, put that with the other one and you're in good shape, right? GameStop, you, you, you AMC and GameStop. Those are your stocks right there, Dave. Um, My all time favorite in the meme group. <laughs> they had a loss of 26 cents a share, which was worse than the 21 cents they were expected to uh, to lose. Uh, revenue beat, but obviously it did not help them uh, on the other side. They're down 5% this morning. Lord, we just don't have any merry sunshine today, and I can't add any when I recap what happened yesterday. Setting the table, the Dow was down by seven-tenths of a percent, down 232. Uh, the S&P was down by 12, and NASDAQ was down by 11.5 yesterday. It was not a scary bad day, but nevertheless, everything was decidedly red. 45 minutes before we open this morning, can you find me any green anywhere, Philip? Yeah, no, no. Can't. Oh. Sorry, Dave. I, I tried, but not 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 in the not in the tea leaves this morning. Anyway, we've got the Dow down another quarter of a percent. The S and P five hundred down two tenths. The Nasdaq one hundred down one tenth of a percent. So everything is in the uh, the red right now on that side. Gold and silver are getting a little bit of a bounce. We finally got uh, silver back over twenty one. Barely though. Uh, it's twenty one dollars and nine cents an ounce. That's up a tenth of a percent. Gold is uh, up about a third of a percent. Crude oil is heading down about a half a percent to seventy six dollars and sixty seven cents a barrel, which I think is pretty close to where it was yesterday. Day. In the same neighborhood, anyway. There was some monetary loosening done in China, and that kind of made the Asian rim go a little bit crazy. The Hong Kong index was up four and a quarter percent of the close this morning. Chinese mainland indexes were also up, so the Asian rim actually looked pretty good. Europe is fractionally up halfway through their day, and that's just about all I can tell you at the moment. Somebody wants to uh, make sure retirement actually happens. If you're in equities, it's going to be in some doubt unless you got the risk under control. How do I find you to manage that risk, Philip? 
You know, Dave, that's exactly the reason that we put together our core retirement design to help people really walk through that risk to make sure that it matches up with the amount of risk they should have in their portfolio. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730, 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning to tell you hopefully some good news here on Light FM. Philip, be well and have a good day, all right? All right, man, you too. Thanks. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, remember, it's the core retirement design that's going to help you build that retirement that you've always dreamed of. Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. Hope you have a great day. We look forward to speaking to you soon. Take care.